Isn't mean there one things? called like asshole bear or something? Oh yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. And that's when, when 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 they got shots from behind, you just see a giant bear asshole puckering. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the that's where the power came out from the butthole. <laughs> no, that's Teletubbies. Uh oh. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> Pinky Winky, not again. Pinky Winky in the stinky. Anyway. So today we're doing an episode where all the movies you've seen, and we're just going to ask you questions about them. And can I just say, this is ridiculous. Like, normally I'm the asshole who sees all these movies, and the guy who's like, I don't see anything's like, I saw everything. All of them. Oh, Oh, boy. I'm excited. It's a role reversal. Oh, boy. Wait, I'm going to start vaping. I'll just go. Uh, Yeah, you can start vaping. Every couple of minutes. You got to mute your mic, though. No, so you're just going to be seen on video going like this. No, going to exhale violently into the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Start us off, Tommy, on the spoiler. All right. Tommy. So movie number one out of four is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 came out in 1993. And I'll tell you what the synopsis yeah. is. It's the turtles find themselves transported back in time to ancient Japan. And no, this is not the one where Leonardo is voiced by Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> I mean, that had a is that actually that? one of them? Did you know that? Yeah. No, I in didn't. the in the Michael Bay TMNT, Leonardo was voiced by Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Get the fuck okay. out of here! Really? <laughs> you got to look it up. I'm pretty sure. No, you're I right. won't be wrong. I won't watch those movies. But <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, yeah. so the movie. Uh, it starts off, they're in the, the layer that they found in, in the second movie, which is like such a cool, it's like an abandoned subway. Um, and April shows up, she went to a uh, flea market or like a, a Goodwill or something like that and picked up a bunch of items for the turtles. One of those items happens to be a, it looks like a, a, a lantern, an old, like a really, really old lantern from like japan and she gives it to splinter but while she's taking it to splinter it turns on and it starts to light up and we're not talking cg effects or anything like that it's practical effects ladies and gentlemen well they got a light to go off on film (laughs) and then you see her vanish in a uh, like a electric storm and then fuck do they do that taking her plate that is probably done with some special effects ladies and gentlemen that did not happen in real life well fuck my <laughs> asshole <laughs> but then take what takes her place holding the lamp in the exact same way that she was holding it we see um uh his name's Eden Hansai he's the one i was telling you guys about uh that i got to work with in a, a short film at my film school uh he is a he's playing a, a prince uh, from Japan, one of the, I guess the emperor's son uh, named Kenshin, and he's standing there in April's clothes. So the clothes that April's wearing now, he's wearing them like a cool leather jacket and jeans and stuff. And they have to figure out what's going on. So wait, you're saying that uh, April now, Megan Fox is turned into an, uh, a Japanese oh my prince? God, <sighs> not Megan there's... Fox. There, there is a. Wasn't there a group of men stealing the other, like, 
the lantern from that time period at the same time. That's why they no, no. switch places. That was that was later. That was when the turtles decide to, they have to they figure out that they have to follow April back in time to bring her back to the to the future. Gotcha. Oh, back to the That's future. <laughs> no. And so Splinter immediately starts talking to this guy in uh, Japanese and was able to figure out that this guy's from like ancient Japan. As giant rats do. Of course. And so Donatello's like, oh, so I'm going to explain in Corey Feldman's voice because Corey Feldman came back. He was not Donatello in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. I got a little thing to say, to read off the trivia about that. You want to hear it for a second? Oh, please, yeah, please. The, the, producers, the, the producers invited Corey Feldman to reprise his role from the first film. They told uh, him that they felt bad about not casting him in the second one, but he asked them for more money uh, then he was he was paid only fifteen hundred dollars for the first one. Whoa. He asked for more money. They told him, "Yeah, but you were in rehab." And that's in quote. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and he was denied the raise, but he was only paid fifteen hundred, and he still came back. Dang! He must have needed that. The truth of two stories. Dang! I wasn't the. I believe the period of time he recorded in. At, at that time, he didn't think the movie was going to be anything. That's why he wasn't. He didn't like raise a fuss that it was only fifteen hundred bucks because he like two three days in a recording booth maybe. Exactly. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll do the, I'll read the lines to your shitty movie, your <laughs> shitty comic book movie. <laughs> he yeah, there was no and like they didn't the, with the first one at least they never thought it would still get as big as it is and it is still like one of the top grossing independent films of all time. Yeah, and here's here's one more thing for Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's often erroneously thought to be subtitled "Turtles in Time," which, oh! Adam, which Adam thought we were we were talking about. You made that mistake. Oh, you damn it right! Actually, I did. And it says it's due to the fact that in the early '90s, not long before the movie was a popular uh, was a popular video game released in arcades and later on home consoles. Wow, I love how you totally just stole the thunder of Corey. Yeah. It's okay, I've got one more. I've got one more. <laughs> on some I was DVD... adding to it. I was adding to it. Oh, he some... just jumped in there and hijacked it. On some DVD Blu-ray cases of the movie, instead of a scepter, you see a sword, and this alludes to an earlier plot involving a magic sword instead of a scepter. Ooh. If you got a janky DVD box. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Anyway, so, Tom, yeah. you got anything so, else to say about this shit? Well, yeah, I, I was still going to talk more about the, the movie. So uh, they the Turtles decide that they need to uh, go back in time to bring April back. And somehow, <laughs> they when they grab, all four of them grab the, uh, the lantern or set, whatever it's called, uh, four, uh, it was supposed to be priests. They thought it was going to be priests uh, holding it. But it was. It ended up being the emperor's guards. Four of them happened to be holding it at the exact moment that the turtles all grabbed it. What a and mishap! And so they were. <laughs> and Donatello's Whoa. like, "Oh yeah, no, they all they have to be the same height and weight as us. Otherwise, it won't work very well." Blah 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 blah. Science. And it just so happened that it was perfect Magic. timing that the four of them were holding it at the same time that the guards were. So they're transported, and so they. Uh, you know, they locate April. Uh, Michelangelo goes missing because he, when they transported back, they were on horses. Michelangelo was turned around on his horse and his horse ran off and he got knocked out by, I guess, the rebel, the rebels that were trying to 
like fight the emperor. I don't know. But um, so they all meet up, they find April and they bring her back in glorious fashion. Uh, and everyone's saved. I, this movie though. So, okay. When it came out, I couldn't get enough of it. I watched it. I don't know. Pick a number. And that's how many times I've seen it a bunch this time around though. I got the same kind of feeling that I did when I watched Ninja Turtles two. I was just like, eh, is it over yet? <laughs> yeah. I, it was, I'm really bummed out that I, I felt that way, but the Ninja Turtles one is still of the three, my favorite even now. And I don't see myself watching two or three anytime soon. And of the, uh, the old versus the new Ninja Turtles, which ones are better? Oh, one, two, and three is better than any of the new Turtle movies. The new Michael Bay movies? Yeah. They're better. Now, are you going to follow up with the animated one? Because I believe that still follows the cron- uh, the storylines of the, the first one. Thing. But yeah, will man, you? Yeah. It... Wait, which... Is that the one that came out in 2007? Yeah, that still follows the same set of turtles, I believe they said. Uh, mm-hmm. I might have to watch it then. That one's brutal. It's it's. Is it really? I bad? actually saw that. In, no, I saw it in theaters. I mean, it's oh. it's aiming for a younger audience, but they actually have some heavy storyline. It's Chris Evans is the voice of Casey. Okay. Chris Sarah Evans Michelle. is a voice in that. Casey Jones, Sarah Michelle Gellar is April O'Neil. Kevin Smith is a, mm-hmm. a diner cook. Mako. This guy named Mako is the voice of Splinter. I want to know who the voices are. Okay. Off, I want to say. I think so. James yeah, Arnold Lewis Taylor. Black was a regular villain in uh, that series. Huh. Huh. Very interesting. Tommy, why don't you tell us about um, two more of the three movies you saw this week? Because we ain't going to get to all of them, buddy. I think we'd get to all of them. Uh, Keep dreaming, brother. So the, it, the, next, the next movie is uh, Brightburn. came out last year. Uh, yeah, we actually had an episode about Brightburn, and I, I wanted to go see it. I wanted to see it for the longest time, and finally, I was able to convince my dad and my brother and my cousin to watch hey, it. Hey, Corey, what's this movie about? Oh, yeah, I'm glad you asked, Adam. Let me read a synopsis for us all for a moment. <laughs> what if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, Whoa. he proved to be something far more sinister? Question mark evil superman that's i assume we'll get cool stories and maybe some comic books called superman red sun (laughs) oh yeah i mean that's basically evil superman i i knew going into it that that's what it was going to be and so watching it for the first time i just kept looking for any kind of hints or i guess would it be an homage I don't even really fully see this as a Superman story like everyone says. I just think it's about a deranged young man who was not understood by the Earthlings and he just let the inner beast come out. Yeah. And the guy that I personally played... thought this movie was a pile of dog shit. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you, Corey. I, I was not a big fan. The guy that played the, the dad or his stepdad, David Denman. I like him. He's from The Office, right? Oh, he's a great actor, but the character was a dick. Like, he got everything he deserved. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, I think so. He, was, he, he, wanted to, he wanted to get rid of him. He wanted, to, uh, he wanted to get rid of an evil child who killed his own family? An evil alien baby, yeah. 
I, I'm all on board with this guy. <laughs> you know who 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 uh, whose death was mourned? I didn't think uh, I was. I felt bad. Uh, the Noah, uh, played by Matt Jones, the guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah, the uncle. The uncle. Yeah. And oh my God, what a way to go, though. Jeez. Uh huh. They but they gave that away oh. in the fucking trailer, and that killed me. Well, they and didn't they give the full. They really? gave away like a little bit of it in the trailer, and it's like fuck you. I didn't see the trailer, but oh man, it, it was basically like the the glass in the eye, the jaw through the steering wheel, and I'm trying to think of the other ones. Well, the 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 see and him shooting his eye rays or whatever through the stepdad wasn't as bad as the glass in the eye or the jaw through the steering wheel. Those were the most gruesome. Oh yeah, and. So then when he actually used his powers to kill the stepdad, it was kind of like, oh, you think the third one would be even more gruesome than the other well, two, but it was kind of... Just based on how you described it, I would like, can I just throw in, having not seen it at all, what it sounds like is we're going from a character that is still gaining the understanding of their power versus I am going to exert what I know how to do. Like, I'm going to show my force. Look, actually, look at what I am capable of. I, the first one you brought up would have would have made it a much better movie, but I think for some reason he just kind of knew what his powers were and started using them almost instantly. If I'm am no, I no, no, you gotta yeah, you gotta remember it all started with the little girl at the school. He accidentally like broke her arm. He felt bad man, about man. it. There, there, there's a lot of little things that kind of he add didn't up feel to bad it. about that. He he didn't he had feel a crush any remorse, on that girl, didn't he? No, no. He, oh. I don't think he did. Okay. I at least that's what I took. I okay. but it, and I don't think he felt remorse for any of the like. As soon as he w- when he was in bed and he was like uh, being contacted. Can you do that for like a solid minute? World. Huh? Can Can you do that one more time? No. The sun, the Superman, like in canon, evil Superman. This red, the red sun, red dawn, red sun. Yes. Yes. Those Those are better than this. I don't okay. know. Someone who yeah, I think once once he was contacted by his home planet, he just felt gonna ignore me. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I believe. No, you. I heard you. I believe you, Corey. I believe you. Well, your your mother's named Martha too. Oh, <laughs> Are you Martha? Okay. I'm sorry. Am I having mic issues right now? Is that no, you're funny? not having mic issues. Well, your hands are you. like right over, and you're kind of muffled a little bit, sweaty balls. Oh, that's because I'm doing this with the microphone. That's hilarious. All right, because well, then... Superman, Red Sun, he's Russian, so that works out. So that this let's transition uh, into my let's next transition movie. away from bad films. That What's no, up, Martha? Oh wait, Tommy, what what light should we give that film? Uh, red light. I Is it a red light? light? Yeah, yeah, like the like the red sun. <laughs> In Turtle Turtles two, uh, Turtles three was that a red light or a yellow light? Turtles oh, three yeah. yellow. I'll give it a yellow light. Like if you haven't seen it, it it's better. Like I said, it's better than the the newer movies. So. Cool. Until I've seen two, the one in 2000. If you got a hankering for Ninja Turtles, but you don't want to watch Michael Bayschlock. <laughs> yeah. Or All right, if, you're so... living, if you're living in that specific niche of <laughs> desire. <laughs> hey, man, go. Tommy was living there for a while. So Practical else, effects, baby. Practical effects. Okay. The next one, Tommy. So this one's a classic. And every time I bring it up or I talk to someone that's seen it, they're always like, oh, my God, it's one of my favorite movies. It's so hilarious and this and that. I can't watch this movie and enjoy it like I used to anymore because it's too scary of how closely 
it's resembling our society nowadays. And that movie came in 2006. It's called Idiocracy. Wait, what's that? Idiocracy? Oh, yeah, Corey, what is that? Oh, you know, it's about it's a Mike Owen Judge Wilson's classic. brother going, uh, getting chrono froze. Chrono froze? <laughs> and he, uh, he pops out in the future, he's resurrected, and everyone's a stupid ass, and he has to save the world. So it's like so, live action Futurama? So, yeah, it's uh, written yes. and directed by yes. Mike Judge. I've seen the movie. I'm just being a dick. And th- basically, the, this guy uh, Luke, that Luke Wilson plays, his name's Joe Bowers. He's basic. He's the, at the time, in 2006, he is the average American. Like, they show tests. He's right smack dab in the middle. He's not, as far as intelligence, uh, physicality, uh, everything. A- athleticism, any, anything about him is just right smack dab in the middle he's the average american he's selected to be uh, a guinea pig in a top secret hibernation program is what they, uh, i don't remember what the name of it was but he's they're basically putting him in chrono froze <laughs> I just as Corey put it, it up. it's great i love it um and it was supposed to be a, a year right he was supposed to be frozen for a year and then they were going to wait where if he if he was able to yeah if there was any negative effects or whatever so then uh the the guy that was in charge of the experiment or uh he, he gets caught for like a prostitution thing or i don't know they showed it really quickly in a newspaper article so he gets arrested his whole division gets like transferred and the building gets torn down and no it was such a top secret experiment that no one knew about it and so he gets his his uh hibernation pod gets covered up in in debris and and all this junk and he's forgotten about and you start i think the best part of that movie is actually after he's like while he's frozen in the chrono froze uh you see you hear the narrator and you see how stupid society has has become and the best way that they show that is the uh, Fuddruckers. Fuddfuckers. <laughs> it goes from Fuddruckers to... Uh, but, uh, buttfuckers. No, I, it eventually it ends up as Buttfuckers, but there's like four. It's like Fuddruckers, then Rud, Rud, uh, Rud Truckers or something like that, and then Butt Truckers, and then just straight up Buttfuckers. <laughs> and they show like... <laughs> the the movie that wins best Oscar, the best movie best film uh for the uh is just someone showing their ass so it sounds like the, it's a extreme degradation in society yeah, yeah. and Dax Shepard is in it and he's amazing in his role um and there was another person from 2006 that was chrono froze frozen with him and uh, that was uh, Maya Rudolph. She plays a, a prostitute named Rita. And uh, I, I don't, she, she did a good job, too. Like, she, you find out oh, that... Oh, she's fantastic. 500 years in the future, she's able to outsmart <laughs> the guys uh, as far as being a prostitute. Like, she gets this guy to pay him to wait <laughs> to, to sleep with her. She's like, oh, can you wait for a day? Baby, I could wait all day if you want. And he's like, she's like, well, I work by the hour. 
And so he's waiting to have sex with her and he's paying her per hour for him to wait to have sex with her. And that's hilarious. Did you know, uh, anyway, so well, fun fact, uh, Mike Jug got the idea for this movie uh, while he was visiting Disneyland with his family and saw two oh, mothers wow. with kids in strollers fighting and cursing at each other. And he thought it would be horrible if he <laughs> was like this in the future. And uh, oh, that sounds like a trivia fact. Did you put that in there? Uh, no, that's on IMDb. It's, All I yeah. see is Adam's light. What is that? What you, what's, what's going on with you? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm so anyway, so while he's in the future, uh, they they make him. He they have everyone has tattoos. That's a barcode, so that they can scan their barcode. Well, he doesn't have one because he wasn't around when they were giving him out. So he has to get one, and and uh, they ask him what his name is, his first name, and he's like, "Well, you know, I'm not sure." And they're like, "Okay, first name is not." Uh, wait, it was either not or not sure. I think his first name was not, and his last name was sure. Anyways, so it's it's really funny. They make him. They have him take a IQ test. <laughs> the IQ test was like, if you have a bucket of fifty this and a bucket of fifty this, and how many buckets do you have? And he's like, uh, two. <laughs> and they have the shapes that you have to fit the shapes into the correct. And he so he he ends up being the smartest man in the world. So what, what does he do with all that information? Like, what, what happens after they, they discovered this? Oh, well, uh, they make him the uh, Secretary of the Interior, which none of them know what that does, what it is. <laughs> and they want him to solve all the problems. Like, there's uh, the crops aren't growing because they're being fed by Brondo. Oh, my God. That's another, those commercials for Brondo. It's got electrolytes. Yep. It's got what mm-hmm. plants crave. Well, do you even know what plants crave? Yeah, Brondo. But do you even know what it is? It's got well, like water, like yeah. from the toilet. From the toilet. <laughs> um, I think my yeah. favorite part of the movie was when like Carl's Jr. takes away a mother's baby from her, <laughs> sprays her in the face. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best part. You of are an unfit mother. President Camacho be one of oh, my favorite yeah. things yeah. about that movie. Oh, yeah. And the fact that we get to see another, um, you know, the end of the movie gets another uh, Wilson brother. The, right. the the lesser scene, Harry Wilson. <laughs> well, he is Whoa. Harry, but oh. that's not his name. Um, oh, and then um, my brother's favorite part, he's actually shared this on Facebook quite a bit, is when they go to Costco and you hear, welcome to Costco. I love you. That's <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> my brother's yeah. absolute favorite part. Oh man, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good movie. It's very it funny. A great movie. The fact that it came it, out in two thousand six too. That's it's yeah. I like and, it. So, and look, did it's they find the time? Sorry, is Fuddruckers still in business? They are. Yes. Oh, I think it uh, is. Yeah. My Fuddruckers closed, closed down. What? Wait, wait, hold the Burbank Fuddruckers closed. Yeah, Burbank Fuddruckers is gone. What the fuck? What's there? How? Why? What? There is an empty building that still says Fuddruckers. Oh, Fuddruckers is fun. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And apparently 500 years in the future, uh, Starbucks is not for just coffee anymore. (laughs) What's that for? Huh? It's an adult entertainment uh, lodging. (laughs) Apparently when they were shooting this movie, uh, they went under the uh, title 3001. 2001 uh, but uh 
the original title for the movie I think would have been better. It was uh, America. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. That's yeah. awesome. Right. It's a good movie. So, green light? Yeah. What is it? Green light, red light, blue light, yellow light, pink it's, light, maroon it's, light. I'm pretty for, sure for, for, that there's I mean, I guess there could be people that haven't seen it yet. Butterscotch. Yeah, watch it. Please watch I, I think it sh- people should watch it so that we do not continue down that road. <laughs> so so Brondo light? Brondo light. Brondo yep. light. The green of Brondo. Oh man! Nice. Are oh, you and saying- what about what about Justin Long? Oh, as the doctor, I told the last time we, when we watched this right now, I told my brother and my dad, I'm like, they needed to incorporate his character more in the movie, like how they had Dax Shepard re- return after that initial encounter in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They need to have Bane. 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 But yeah, Justin Long should have came back. We should have seen more of him. His that one scene he was in was just he wasn't hilarious. a big deal yet. So right, no, I but. know. I want to say there's a good episode of Armchair Expert that he's talking to Dax Shepard about mm-hmm. working on that movie. It's it's a that's just a great episode. Oh, of he talks podcast. about like going partying with the uh, Judd and like the whole Beavis and Butthead phone call, uh, yeah. voicemail. Oh, great, great stuff. <laughs> what is that um, podcast even about? Uh, Dak Shepard just kind of interviews like celebrities and experts of different things, and so it's like yet again another interview podcast because yeah. there's so many interview podcasts. But yeah, but you're, you're going deep. for the flavor. Yeah, there's so yeah, many I, movie podcasts, and somehow we have. Is there so many movie sense. podcasts? Because I've searched for them. Well, they're there, baby. Are they there? Oh yeah. We're no, they're not, everybody. Don't pay attention to what Adam That's just said. They are not there. You stay with us. <laughs> Justin Long also has a, uh, has a podcast called uh, Life is Short with Justin Long. Good stuff. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So I can finish up this last movie. Whoa, it's, there's whoa, not whoa, a lot no, to let's, talk about. Let's just, you, know, it's, fuck the I, you got six minutes, man. Whoa, six we're minutes. Good. We're wow. good. Do it. Do it. So, yeah, Do it's, it. came out, it's a, a movie that came out a year ago. I watched it in theaters. We all did it. We did an episode about it. Uh, it's called Yesterday, and you don't even need to read the IMDb synopsis. It's basically what what would the world be like if the Beatles never became a group? Um, and so this guy, he's a struggling musician, and he remembers the Beatles. Some some crazy phenomenon happens, occurs, where all the lights in the world go out, and then when they turn back on, he starts quoting Beatles songs, and people are like, that was beautiful. Where'd you get that from? And he's like, are you kidding me? And it's, it's Beatles lyrics. And they're like, Beatles, Beatles, what? Like the, 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 uh, the car. And it's not just the Beatles, but it's like what the Beatles affected. So there was no Coke. There was only Pepsi. There were no more cigarettes. And uh, I didn't think Harry Potter was around. Harry Potter wasn't even there. Yeah. So there, it was showing what was affected. And I think the, the, the scene that stole the whole movie was at the end, there were two other people that encountered him that were like, uh, that actually weren't affected by this phenomenon. They remembered the Beatles. And you would think, oh, they might get upset that he's trying to profit off of the Beatles songs and stuff. And they're like, no, no, we're just glad that you remembered because we can't sing, we can't play music. So we're glad that you're doing this because. And we've been seeing these guys sprinkled throughout the whole movie, kind of watching him rise to fame and they look very brooding and angry. So there was a reason to believe that they 
were pissed off because they had like looks on their faces like what are you why are you doing this but they give him an address and he goes and he visits john lennon Mm -hmm. and the guy that played uh john lennon in the movie uh i can't see i i had his name before i don't think he was i don't think he was even credited as playing john lennon in the movie himself but robert carlisle is the guy's name uh, he, he was in like full the full Monty train spotting and world is not enough. Anyways, the when you see him sh- when he gets to the house and you see him stand up and he's got the John Lennon glasses on, I teared up, hair on the back of my neck went up. I got like that feeling like that uh, adrenaline. I don't know. I don't know what else to how else to. Who's call better? It. Who's better, him or Bruce Lee from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? <laughs> um. I well, until he took off his glasses, I would say <laughs> <laughs> that's Bruce Lee and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, I, this guy he did a phenomenal job, and I think it was really cool adding that scene in. I was kind of hoping that it was going to have uh, uh, the rest of the guys too, and you were going to see them like all meeting up because cool. there there was one thing I read about this movie that people were starting to get theories of was it that the Beatles never existed, like the, 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 the individuals themselves never existed, or just the group, the Beatles, never got started. And then when you see that scene with John Lennon, you're like, okay, so each of them still lived, they just never formed the group, the Beatles. I would have invented Coca-Cola. I could have made more <laughs> money that way. <laughs> Do you know how to make Coca-Cola? That's yeah, like question. caramel, soda water, and sugar. Cocaine. And crack cocaine. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So anyways, yeah. So, so that's your, your light, Tommy. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, Tommy, this what? movie, it, I think I gave it a green light. No. Did I? I don't remember what I gave it before. For this one, though, I, I don't think if, it's, if you somehow get to see it in theaters, you don't need to. I think I right, pretend it that light. it's not theaters only. Okay, if it's green, screaming. yellow, red, <laughs> yellow. I'd say yellow. All right, we're out of time. Good luck, everybody. Good night, Tommy. It was fun. Blah blah blah. Everyone's like, "Why?" Stay toasty.